I'm the focal person of persons with disabilities in our municipality here in San Juan, Batangas. I myself is a person with disability because I have or I'm, live, I'm a person living with Parkinson's disease. It is as, as if like I'm dancing every time. I, I, I labeled myself dancing queen because of that. Because especially I'm, I'm really dancing all the time. It's very tiring. I go. How do we stay afloat in a constantly changing physical world? Mastering our body and mind to transport us through this life. Let's talk about strategies to navigate survive, and thrive with our fellow humans. I am Josh Manoharan, a physiotherapist and a lifelong learner from Manila, Philippines, bringing you conversations about growth and happiness. This is the Adapt and Thrive podcast. With me today, is a very special and inspirational guest. Her name is Marites Valencia Odarbe. I met her through um, my internship program in Batangas uh, when I was still a physical therapy intern there. And um, we were going through community-based rehabilitation there uh, at the time, uh, wherein we were trying to help uh, the barangay and the municipality to deliver rehabilitation services like physical therapy, occupational therapy, and speech therapy. So let us welcome Marites. Good afternoon, Marites. Good afternoon, Josh. How are you doing today? Okay. Um, <laughs> a bit nervous. <laughs> a bit nervous. Uh, why? Yeah. What's on your mind? I don't know. <laughs> I just... Okay, I know it will. And I, I just saw your interview, your recent interview with uh, Chinky Tan and uh, yes. Christine Bersola. Is that a morning show or? Um, morning show. Okay. A morning. Uh, about ADS morning show. Okay. So um, for the, so can I, can we start by asking you to introduce yourself? So, who is Marites Valencia Odarbe? Yes. Good afternoon to all of you. I am Marites Valencia Odarbe from San Juan, Batangas. I'm the eldest daughter of Rogelio Valencia and Pastora Valencia, now both deceased. I'm a mother and a wife. I have one beautiful daughter, now 21 years old, and already an author of she wrote, she co-authored the book with um, Brother Bo Sanchez, Shanatina, and other authors. I'm the focal person of persons with disabilities in our municipality here in San Juan, Batangas. I myself is a person with disability because I have or I'm, live, I'm a person living with Parkinson's disease. So what does a focal person for persons with disabilities do? Everything about uh, persons with, disabil with disabilities here in our municipality, I am in charge of that. So, okay. I, yes, I'm the person with disability affairs office head here in our mm. municipality. Okay. 
so what is a typical day for uh, a focal person of PWDs in Batangas? What is when many PWDs come to my office and I and would like to register and to have their uh, PWD IDs released. That is mm -hmm. the most difficult because many clients mm -hmm. uh, come to my office. Mm -hmm. And sometimes having a Parkinson's disease, it's very oh, difficult. Mm -hmm. Yes. And uh, me as a person. Uh, oh, for you, okay. Sometimes it's hard for me to talk. Sometimes it's right. hard for me to move. So mm -hmm. that when many clients uh, can come to my office, that's a very difficult thing for me. Okay, so mainly um, you're saying that mainly the job is to issue um, IDs, identification yes. cards to uh, PWDs. And uh, currently what, what makes it challenging for you is with, uh, with the condition, um, it kind of, it sometimes limits you from, um, from performing the job easily. Is that correct? Yes, yes. Okay. Because sometimes I would really like to interact with them a little right. longer, but I could not because of my condition. Okay. Um, so, two, I have two questions for you. First of all, uh, what does a PWD ID entail, a Filipino? And second, uh, what's it like to be, uh, I mean, it's, it's very broad, but what is it like to be living with Parkinson's disease? So, those two. It is very important to have a uh, PWDID, like our goal in our office is to register all the persons with disabilities in our office. If you have an ID, it means you are already registered in our office. And mm -hmm. this PWD card gives you privileges, benefits. There is a law that provides for that, which I would not uh, uh, like you, you will have privilege to have a discount in transportation, mm -hmm. in um, in restaurants, mm -hmm. uh, in in your medicines, in your checkups. Right. Yeah. So there's uh, basically there are discounts that can be yeah. availed of. Okay. All right. So. Josh. I yeah. Go ahead. What is the other? The question? second question. Um, so second question is, uh, what what's it like to be living with Parkinson's disease? Oh, what it's it's very difficult to have. I never imagined that I would be live, I would be living with Parkinson's. I would not want anyone to live with Parkinson's disease because uh, Parkinson's disease greatly affects my movement. Mm -hmm. uh, it's very difficult to wake up in the morning. A simple things like uh, get uh, buttoning your shirt or uh, removing your underwear is very difficult for me to do. Little things that is, things that are very easy for other people. For me, it's already a burden, some activity. It's already very difficult for me to do. How do you manage them? If it is a very, I, I can imagine, and I empathize with that too, it's, uh, it's like for even a very simple movement of daily activities is um, could be physically tiring because it you know the movements the involuntary movements consume a lot of energy. So I am assuming that it's it's physically tiring and mentally tiring as well, right? Yes, it's it's really about 
uh, Parkinson's disease is you should train your mind. You should you should learn to train your dragons because, uh, like, um, I'm I'm already experienced dyskinesia, uh, uncontrollable movements, which mm. it's a result of uh, the peak dose of carbidopa levodopa. So it is as, as if like I, I'm dancing every time. I, I, I labeled myself dancing queen because of that because especially mm -hmm. I am I'm really dancing all the time. It's very tiring. <laughs> I've walked a hundred miles even if I'm only sitting down. I can imagine. Mm -hmm. So it's it's so it's um it's a bit um amusing and uh, inspiring that you look at you're looking at it on a positive note or on a more uh like you labeling yourself dancing queen. <laughs> That's great. Because I don't have a choice. That is the only. That is the best choice that I could do to to look at it in a positive way, or, yeah. or else I will lose in this life because of this. Definitely. One. Okay. Um. What? How was the journey like? Um. Because I, from my, what I heard from your interview was this happened in. Uh, you were, you were in law school at the yes. time. Um, you were reciting, um, there was a recital, I would assume, or some yes. recitation going on, and then you just felt uh, like there was an earthquake. Yes. And it didn't, you didn't realize that it was just you who was yes. feeling that. So from that moment, what was the journey like until today? Like, if we can yes. break it down. I graduated from UP Diliman. In the University of the Philippines, our recitation is you're, you're sitting down. So when, when I was in Ateneo, Ateneo's law school is different. You have to stand up to recite. So when I was called to recite in Ateneo, I felt that there was trembling, there was an mm. earthquake. But I found out later, and my classmates told that I, it was I that was trembling, and then they saw my forefinger move. That was the first Which one? Which one was moving? Four finger. Yes. Fingers. yes. And uh, symptoms, uh, it is a progressive uh, disease. So uh, symptoms uh, came in increasingly. Mm. As time goes by. So it, it started. First system, the first symptom was seen in 1992. And mm. I was finally diagnosed to have Parkinson's 1996. Mm -hmm. Oh, so it took four years to be Nine, to be diagnosed. Yes, series of okay. tests. Yes. Um, this is uh, is this like for for those who are not familiar, um, Parkinson's disease is uh, well degenerative, as you said. You know, it is something that progresses over time. Yes. Um, no, how how do people get this? Um, the the cause is here. It's not yet known, but uh, they, uh, some doctors were thinking that my, my, in my case, I got it from uh, environmental factor because uh, that time we were selling pesticides. Mm -hmm. Okay. As we a business. Uh, some as a business. Yes. Pesticides, okay. So this possibly affected the brain? In, is yes. that what it Poison. is? Okay. Oh, okay. So 
That is one. And uh, second, I, it, it is fairly common to retired boxers, if I'm not mistaken. Right? What? Come again? It is, this is also common to boxing professionals who retire. Is that correct? Yes, because in, the, in their case, because their uh, head were uh, right. because often, of yeah. concussions. Okay. And you, that time, uh, Parkinson's disease is associated for old age, mm-hmm. but now recently, young onset are becoming common already. Oh, yeah, common. Okay, so um, what? How was the support system when you found out? Well, from from that point until today, what was the support system like within your family and uh, let's say community and if there was a social or governmental support, what was it like? From my family, I got all-out support. Okay. From the community, they, they are not aware of, they are not used mm-hmm. to seeing this kind of uh, the manifestation that um, Parkinson's disease can be seen. They are not used to it. So they were, some were, some were fearful when, when they mm-hmm. see epilepsy or sexual disorders mm. or epileptic attacks. Mm. So, sometimes I got support from the government. I got they gave me uh, free medicines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But uh, continuous. Right. So it's like it's not regular. It's whenever yeah. whenever available. Now looking at um, now you're looking working with the local government as yes. the focal person for persons with disabilities. Now in the Philippine setting, are PWDs empowered in the Philippines? Not yet, mm-hmm. fully. Mm-hmm. Still, many PWDs are afraid to go out. Still, mm-hmm. until many, now. Yes, still many PWDs are persons with disabilities don't want to be labeled as persons with disabilities. Mm. Some of them, some of them, their parents are afraid, are, are mm. afraid to tell the world or to the family that they have daughters or sons that with uh, disabilities. They cannot, sometimes they cannot um, uh, accept that they have uh, daughters or sons that with disabilities. They're still that. Uh, Cases. So is it the, the first level which is acceptance is still a struggle yes, as a society. Yes. Why do you think that is the case? Because maybe the stigma or the stigma. negative connotation of being a PWD, mm-hmm. they don't want to be associated with or labeled as PWD because of the previous um, connotation, negative connotation. So if it were up to you, how are you going to change that stigma? I just want to do the best for myself. And if it will uh, ripple, I'm not not aiming for a heroic act that I will change the the Mm -hmm. notion. I will just do my best. Right. And if I if I can okay. be seen positive equivalence as as a symbol for PW, then that would 
that's the best thing I can do. I think so. I, I, and I think that's heroic in itself, you know, like <clears throat> if, as much as you're saying you don't want to, uh, you're not expecting like a grand, you know, a grand recognition or anything. Um, every, I think that's how we change the world, you know, in very little steps that we take as people. If, if one person um, is giving out the best that he or she can with whatever, you know, cards we were dealt with, I think that's enough. So I think you're doing a really good job. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> How do you envision this year at least for you? For me? Because I've written a book. I've, uh, yeah, okay. I'm an author of the book, Justice Will. It is a personal journey from being a person with disability to a person of destiny. If mm -hmm. uh, people see me as a person, as still a person with disability, disability i no longer look at myself as pwd but but i mm. consider myself as a person of destiny because i found mm. my purpose i'm living my life with purpose mm. so i've written and my 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 dream now or my goal now is to have my book become an audio book because mm. uh, uh since uh parkinson's this is progressive it might it might take my voice mm. In the future, at, at least I, if 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 I will make that my book an audio book, then at least I already have have will leave a legacy. Uh, yeah. a, a definite legacy for the wow. <laughs> Well, I'm sure, and I think I'm affirming that that's going to happen this year. Uh, yeah. Audio book. <laughs> so, what is a person with destiny? I, I call myself a person of destiny because my purpose is to glorify God. Mm -hmm. And I think that I'm already a person of destiny because in everything I do, I ask His will. And then if I've, if I've accomplished it through His help, then I feel that I'm already a person of destiny. Okay. Yes, beautiful. And um, I get, I get the, I get the where this is coming from as well. Uh, my question is: Have you encountered people who are not, for example, who don't, who are not as religious as you? Um, for those people who have a different belief system, how do you address that? Or can you still be a person of destiny for people yes. who have a different set of beliefs? You can because. Even if you have a different religion, you can you can have a positive outlook in life. Posit positivity is not according to religion or what, but mm -hmm. doing your best in everything you do. Having a purpose, a goal, is mm -hmm. doesn't need. Uh, I don't think a religion dictates that. Would limit. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. So I I already got a lot of great things for you and from you and first of all the, the story itself is really inspiring and um that's what i think my takeaway from our quick chat would be doing the best that you can doing the best that you can is the only thing we need to do in this life like for you as the focal person of persons with disabilities for me as a physiotherapist broadcast wannabe <laughs> wannabe broadcaster uh you know this is it like um if individuals would fulfill their destinies 
in, in whether they believe in uh, on a primarily just standpoint or not, that's enough. What do you think? As, as we are breathing, as long as we have breath, we have a purpose. So mm -hmm. as long as we live and as long as we're given the chance to wake up in the morning and we have a purpose to do. Great. Wow. Okay. So that's um, that was a beautiful conversation we had. Now let's talk about your book. So if people want to get access to your book and audio book, how could they find it? Trust his will. Yes, they can chat or me uh, in my Facebook, Marites Valencia Odarbe, mm -hmm. or my cell phone number zero nine six six eight thousand two four zero. All right, so contact you directly. Yes, yes. Got it. All right. Thank you, Joe. Okay. Thank you so much for this. This is, this is my first episode, by the way, for this year. So it was such an honor to have you open this, um, this year for me. So I am wishing you all the best. Um, and I hope that you keep doing the great work that you're doing. Salamat, Josh. Salamat and ingat. This has been the first episode of uh, Adapt and Thrive podcast for uh, this 2021. So until next episode, thank you, Tess. Thanks for that. Bye-bye. Okay.